Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Giselle Entity, and she is involved with the haunt industry. She's a haunt actor, and she also does online haunt entertainment as well. So how are you doing, Giselle? I'm doing great, Scotty. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so glad that we can have you on. Like uh, like we said, uh, I had uh, Obsolete on, you know, when was it? A couple of weeks ago or so, I'd say. I had him on, and uh, he's your husband, and uh, I'm so glad that you are now here to join me and do an interview as well. Well, thanks for having me, Scotty. Absolutely. So to get started, how did you get your start into haunt acting? Well, for me, my family's always been a Halloween type of family. Mm-hmm. So I had a, my cousins used to run a haunted house that thousands of people would come to every year. So mm-hmm. I was involved with that. And then I used to be a paranormal investigator. Okay. And okay. I used to go to haunted locations that also used to run haunted houses. So during the season, I would go and help out over there. But I actually only worked at places that were technically haunted in real life (laughs) until I met Obsolete. And then we worked a couple horror trails together as established characters versus just popping up and screaming at people or hiding behind a tree and going, ah, you know, the usual minimal stuff when you're doing it at a smaller scale. But with him, we actually worked on larger trails. Nice. Nice. Absolutely. And a lot of people don't realize that haunt acting, because I've been having haunt actors on and it's, you know, what, like, you know, two weeks or so past Halloween. And people don't realize that haunt acting isn't just a holiday spooky season Halloween type of, you know, thing. It could it could be and most likely is a year round thing. Exactly. There's a lot of us out there that this is year round. Mm hmm. Absolutely. So it doesn't so, just end on November 1st or November 15th, whatever date it is. A lot of us are online. We're going to different appearances, mm-hmm. different events, like obsolete baby entity. Our daughter went with the two of us over to see Tom Devlin's movie premiere in Vegas. Nice. And she went with her mask. I went with my mask. So we got to see Teddy told me to at the original premiere in Vegas. And let me just say awesome movie. So shout out to Plan 10 Productions, 1313 FX, Tom Devlin Monster Museum in Las Vegas. But we do stuff like that. We're going to go to the premiere of Slice tomorrow. That's John Pitt and James Balsamo's new movie. Mm -hmm. And that should be real interesting, too. Yeah, I don't know what to expect from those guys, but you know they're kind of wild guys. (laughs) And they always have a very interesting cast, too. Absolutely. Um... So as you mentioned in past interviews I've had with, you know, other haunt actors that haunt acting is very underappreciated because it's not like when you think of acting, you think of movies or television or theater, you don't really go into haunt acting, but it is just, you know, as important to the entertainment industry. But why do you believe that the reason haunt acting is more underappreciated than it really should be? Well, I don't think people understand the difference between an actor who is actually trained and gone through classes and, you know, they're interviewing for these parts. Con actors are interviewing as well. It's mm-hmm. not just a bunch of teenage kids or random people pulled off the street to work at a haunt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's some people there that fill certain spots maybe, but there's other people who, you know, are out there to actually do the big scare. They're not just there, mm-hmm. you know, doing something like maybe line patrol. I mean, every part to a haunt is important. 
I don't care if you're collecting tickets or doing security or cleaning up the trash. Every person's important at the haunt. But for the actors who are actually the ones working the scare, you have one shot. There's no retake. Mm -hmm. And you have a lot of people. An actor is protected in their role. They don't have people jumping up in their face saying, you're not scary. I mean, people do physically touch haunt actors. Mm -hmm. They push them, they get in their face, they scream at us, they threaten us, they, a lot of things will happen. Yeah. I mean, I had someone obsolete scared him out of his room into my room and he pushed the girlfriend onto my lap because I was supposed okay. to be in a seated position. And I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? You know? Right. But, and I mean, some people, their reaction, everyone wants to go to a haunt and get scared. I feel like there's a right. few people who are like, no, no, I hate all clowns. I can't be scared by a clown. But everyone enjoys the scare to a certain degree. Mm -hmm. Some people, their reaction is to swing, kick, yep. throw things. You don't know. As a haunt actor, there is no protection, really. We have security there. But by the time security is there to help us, the incident's already occurred. Yeah. Or people think it's funny to try to sneak in alcohol or drugs or whatever they're trying to do in line when they think we can't see because it's dark. Mm -hmm. That's the other factor. It's an evening event. We're not trying to scare you at 11 o'clock in the daytime. The sun is already set, you know, so a yeah. lot of things happen that people don't realize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, if you were to say, do a haunt at say 11 in the, in, during the day, like it's not going to have this. That's why they don't do that because it's, it doesn't have the same effect. It does not have the same effect. Right. Yeah. Most people are scared more when it's dark at night. You need the dark, you know, a little bit of fog kind of helps in some settings, depending on what you know, scene you're in, but mm -hmm. I mean, there's certain aspects to it. People are always more scared at night. Mm -hmm. the dark. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is your favorite part about being a haunt actor? I actually like for me, especially on the online side, I enjoy the interaction with the other people. Nice. You meet a lot of people from all around the world. I mean, Hey, I've met you, you mm -hmm. know, you're all the way across the country from us. We're in LA. Mm -hmm. how would we have ever met you know yeah being in the haunt though honestly i like the people who get so scared they look like they're gonna fall down <laughs> i don't want i feel bad when an adult cries like that i get up but there's some reactions that are just so funny <laughs> and as a haunt actor we don't touch you that's mm -hmm. the thing i'll always say i don't touch you touch me i'll touch you back though you know mm -hmm. someone comes up and pushes that's a different story but when Obsolete and I worked in a haunt like five years ago, I was in a house and I was doing, I was just being a screamer for a mm -hmm. while. And then I would sneak up behind them with a different mask on. But before I could even get to them, he popped out the corner. This lady tripped over her own feet and I was recording it from the house though. And he threw his hands up in the air. He goes, I didn't touch her. I didn't touch her. I'm like, I got it on video. It's okay. She tripped over her own feet. She took one look at him and just dove onto the ground. Wow. But it's certain things like you've ever seen, like, who is it? Um, there's that comedian that goes into the haunted houses. It's one of the nighttime shows. And they send through one of the like PAs or something. And I know Ellen guy, did that with her. With her uh, that's with him. Animals. It's Ellen. Yes. Yep. That one PA, that's what we live for. Every yeah. haunt actor lives for that reaction <laughs> the more they scream the more they run and then when you have the people in line behind laughing i mean that's the best part mm -hmm. yeah because like we went to not scary farm this year and i mean it was excellent 
-hmm. Obsolete is a hard person to scare. I got scared a few times. It is hard to scare him because he knows where people come from. Mm -hmm. He finally got scared because this person was dressed like the wall. They blended perfectly to the wall. It was amazing, the costumes. And he took a turn and he looked back at me to say something. And when he turned, the guy was right there. And he went, oh, and he stepped back. And I was like, finally. And I even high-fived the actor. I said, thank you. This is the eighth maze we've been in. It took eight mazes to scare him. Nice. Like, come on, you know? Right. And and uh, even though, like, you're when you're paying to go into these haunts, you're paying to get scared. That's what you're paying exactly. to do is get scared. So if you're not getting scared, then it's like, did I just waste my money? Well, like, there's a different appreciation though, as a haunt actress and yeah. him as a haunt actor. I'll walk through and I'll be like, wow, these are some awesome props. Yeah. Or wow, look at the makeup or wow, cool mask. And like, you know, even if you don't scare us, there's a certain degree, like we still appreciate the work put into the haunt. But yeah, I want to scare us. And then it's usually when they scare you on the simplest things. Like yeah. I had someone just like, you know, hit a barrel. And I jumped and I'm like, oh man, I said, you got me on the easiest thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, I was expecting a more, you know, a more in-depth scare, but you, you got me. I still tell them you got me because <laughs> nice. I feel like they should know, like, hey, you did your job, you did it well, right? Absolutely, especially when you can, when a haunt actor and you're in a the haunt as like a guest, and if they can scare another haunt actor who is a paying customer, then you really did your job well because they know a lot of the tricks of the trade. Exactly, that's the thing, like. Absolute will be looking and he knows where things are going to pop up from. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, don't pay attention to everything. You know, like, let's just go. Let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. So it takes a lot to scare him. But yeah. I was like, okay, great. Hey, eight mazes later, we got, he got him. So when we left, I even told him we have to buy the shirt for that maze because that's the maze that got him. Yep. You know, they sell about a hundred different shirts there. Nope. Get the shirt for the maze that got you. That way we'll always remember someone got you. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so doing online entertainment, um, how does that div uh, differ um uh, from in-person haunt acting? Like, how do you like switch from like in you know, physical in-person haunt acting to an online you know, an online virtual media, you know, of your character? Well, see, and that was the thing, like Giselle was never planned to be an online personality. Mm -hmm. I would still, you know, my a few years ago, I still worked at haunts. I have a three-year-old now, so I took a couple years off. Mm -hmm. But what the whole plan was is Obsolete was asked to join a group on Facebook that was going to be a haunt actors group. And it was people from different parts of the country. Mm -hmm. And it was one of these things where they said, you need a backstory. So him and I were sitting around just talking. Okay, so what's Obsolete's backstory? And we just kept going back and forth. And in the story, Giselle is the woman he's in love with. However, the ringmaster, because originally, Obsolete was Gonzo the Giggling Clown, the top clown at my father's circus. Mm -hmm. My father wanted me to marry the uh, fire eater. Mm -hmm. I was in love with Obsolete. So the fire eater burns down the circus. Obsolete's in there saving the animals when he gets trapped and burned. When he gets to the hospital, I have to tell him he's been removed from the circus. He's now obsolete. Okay. Gonzo is no more. He is now obsolete. So Giselle wasn't supposed to ever be a character. But in this group of guys, in this old group, they were like, hey, 
does your wife want to be Giselle? And I'm like, Giselle's a joke, guys. Like, you know, <laughs> so we're like, okay, like it plays off, you know, Giselle has her own backstory, you know, right. about right. my crazy father and killing my mother, who was the trapeze artist. Like we have these entire elaborate backstories that go to it, you know, and that's where baby E comes into play. She's yeah. always in a mask because we're in hiding from my crazy father. <laughs> who was going to find us one day, you know? So I like that. that's where like, I've had different types of face masks. I had a crystal mask. I have a little black lace mask. Mm-hmm. Giselle wears this sometimes. And, you know, in the future, my face may change again because I'm in hiding. I can wear anything. Right. You know, that's the point. I either blend into my surroundings yeah. or like this, I look like I may rob a bank. Right. So where did the, <laughs> the name of entity come from? Is that like, like where did, where's that backstory fit in? That actually comes from obsolete. That was all, that was all him because okay. a lot of people online are, you know, something clern. Mm-hmm. Clown, clownski, clergy. Like they use playoffs of the name clown. And he was like, well, I don't want to be a clown because in his backstory, he was Gonzo the giggling clown. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he said, now that he's obsolete, he'd rather just be an entity, you know, mm-hmm. versus strictly being a clown. It, it kind of changes the level of the presence. Plus, I don't even know how many masks he has. I just know, you know, the closet is full and then some, and there's our friends' houses have masks that are just sitting there being held for us because you only can have so many masks. Right. So he may not always be in clown form. Yeah. You know, so entity kind of works well with the name obsolete works with, you know, how he also, he said like, it's how he felt at a time you get older mm-hmm. in life, you become, you kind of feel like you become obsolete in some things. Yep. I, mean, I definitely can't do the things I did in my twenties. Yeah. So to me, it's kind of relatable how he felt. He said, you know, I feel like I'm becoming obsolete the older I get. So mm-hmm. that's how it became the clown name or the entity name. And right. then entity because are you a clown? Are you a, you know, he used to have a hybrid wolf mask. He has a pumpkin. He has, you know, a demonic snowman. It's like, what are you? <laughs> and he was naming, some masks have individual names. But mm-hmm. after a while, it's nice to have a blanket name yeah. for your like for the characters because you put on a different mask, you can still be obsolete. Yes. But when every yeah. single mask has a name, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, and you get and each mask gives you your own identity. So you're like, for example, an it, like a Pennywise, you're your own entity. Exactly. Yeah. Like Pennywise may be most familiarized as a clown. But he's like that spider. He's like, he, he's multiple things. He's it. He's yeah. an entity. He switches so, out. Yep. Yep, you there? Oh, yep, I'm here. It okay. just glitched for a second, but I'm still here. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we survived that one. We survived that one. So that for those that don't know, this is our second go around uh, doing the interview because of, uh, of uh, technical malfunctions. So... <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, and I, I think that you know, and also you, you, um, you and uh, obsolete uh, run creatures of havoc. So the last question I do got for you is: Do you got anything to promote? Let everybody know about creatures of havoc and any social media accounts, websites, haunts, anything you want to plug as well uh, to the listening. Okay, people. well, so I consider creatures of havoc. We're basically an eclectic group of haunt actors. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I call us a boutique 
group. Mm-hmm. We came from a larger group. And sometimes I feel like you can have too many people in a group. Mm-hmm. We really want to keep it still family oriented. You know, we're still in contact with majority of the people from our previous group and we support all of them. But for us, you know, right now it's obsolete. Giselle entity, baby entity, gut muncher clern, his brother, William. We have Raven the Reaper. We have Crispy the Clown. We have Firefly. And that's it. Like we're happy with the group because we really are a family. So we do have TikTok. So okay. Creatures of Havoc on TikTok. Um, Obsolete and I are just OG entity at TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, beyond that, I mean, our main source of getting out to the world is through Facebook. You know, we try to have someone go live at least once a week. If we're lucky, maybe two, three times a week. Okay. We're always down to help promote other groups and support others. Mm-hmm. Crispy, Obsolete, myself, we're also in a group called Clowns of the Underground. And that group's been around for probably eight years now. So shout out to Pickles the Clown, as well as TK Kurtz. That's the manager of that group right there. You know, very hardworking woman. She keeps us all in line. (laughs) Now, like I said, we're going to a movie premiere tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. That's going to be from a new movie called Sliced. That's uh, James Balsamo and John Hitt. So I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Yes, James Balsamo is an amazing filmmaker, and he really has some amazing stuff out there. So definitely uh, keep in touch with that. And his cast is, you know, like, Mm -hmm. just all these names keep popping up. And I'm like, really? How does he know everyone? (laughs) I mean, even like Teddy told me to, you know, Mm -hmm. that's Tom Devlin's movie. We're watching it. We didn't know C.J. Graham was in there. We're like, holy crap, there's C.J. Graham. That's awesome, you know. Felicia Rose. I want to give a shout out though to Tom. He was amazing. We got to meet him, take pictures. We got mm-hmm. a nice little, we bought a Teddy figure. They're all custom made. Nice. So handmade, hand painted. That's Plan 10 Productions and 1313 FX. Also through the Tom Devlin Monster Museum. It's in Boulder, Nevada, which is right outside of Vegas. There yeah. are going to be more characters coming out soon because they just finished a movie called Nameless. That's going to be starring Steve Hansen. So okay. shout out to Steve. He's our brother from another mother. We love that guy. Mm-hmm. Also, he's going to be in Las Vegas Frankenstein. So oh, some real cool movies coming out soon. Um, shout out to Mitch and Gore Noir magazine. So check them out. Gore Noir has a lot of cool stuff. Definitely. Um, shout out to Drew Marvick, Pool Party Massacre. Check out their merchandise, drewmarvick.com. We're getting our copy of Pool Party Massacre in like next week or so. And he has a bunch of new movies coming out too. So... There's a lot of exciting things going on in the indie horror, you know, community right now. Yep. YouTube right now, you can watch the Sawyer Massacre for free. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. Awesome. Steve Merlo, amazing Steve guy. Steve Merlo, cool ass guy. It's the yep. prequel to his to the Chainsaw Massacre movie. Mm-hmm. So they're at thirty thousand hits right now. You know, anyone who hasn't seen it yet, I highly recommend watching that movie. Great movie. He did an awesome job. For sure. I had him on the show. He's a he's a great guy, and uh, definitely check that out on YouTube. Free, yep, free on YouTube. I mean, you can't. If it's go free. Wrong. It's for me, right? <laughs> exactly. You're speaking my language here. Yeah, he did an amazing job on that. So I hope everyone checks that out too. And who knows what he's going to have in store? Yeah, you know, 
I know Michael Mustasis, he has a few things coming out. Ravage Nation's been winning awards across the board. Mm-hmm. And he's starting another movie called Achilles. Supposed yep. to be a spinoff from Ravage Nation. Also, Steve Hansen was in Ravage Nation, too. So, But it seems like there's a lot of exciting things going on. So we're going to hit the premiere of Slice tomorrow. Then next week, we're going to go to the Teddy Told Me To. It's the finale of their tour. Nice. So I know they were leaving, like, I think they're going to Pittsburgh now. Okay. So Plan 10 okay. Productions shows where they're going to go. They have, like, three more stops, and then they're coming to L.A. on the 30th. So if anyone's around, seriously, get online and buy those tickets because it's Absolutely. a real great movie and creative kill scenes. Yeah. You know, you only can see someone get stabbed so many times, but you add a right. little something different to it. Some of the kill scenes, I was like, oh, wow. That's why I like Friday the 13th, because all the scenes are like are with Jason are really unique, like especially part seven. You have head crush. You have, you know, brush yeah. hook. You have, you know, tree trimming saw. Party horn. (laughs) You have to be able to kill someone creatively. Yeah. You know, that makes for the movie because you can't just do the same thing. Yeah. You know? And I appreciate that. I'm like, wow, that's a killer movie there. You know, like they they really Yep. Cheap plug. In my first movie, I I wanted to come up with a death scene that never happened before. And it's not a bloody kill. There's no blood at all. But she the girl was going to have breakfast. Uh, you know, in the morning, and she was killed by being drowned in her bowl of cereal. Oh, that's a good one. See, they're blowing bubbles in the milk, you know, and drowning. Yeah, in yeah, it was, it was clever. It was, you know, hey, I like that one. That's a new one. Yeah, yeah, drowning like, in cereal. Yeah, I never saw that, and and our killer was a clown, ironically. Um, <laughs> but you just put put her head in the cereal and have her drown in the milk. You know, why not? <laughs> Hey, and yeah. the cereal was alphabet cereal. So when and the the final girl's name was Sammy. So when her dad came and found her, he lifted up her head to see if she's okay. And the alphabet cereal spilled out Sammy on her forehead. <laughs> Thought that was pretty pretty, awesome. pretty ironic. Pretty uh, you know, I guess you know, clever a little bit, but you know, yeah. I like that. Yeah, and absolutely. So definitely check out everything that Giselle's got going on. Uh, check out Creatures of Havoc. Definitely check them out. Great group. And I, I mean, if you want to hear exactly what they are and more about them, check out my interview with Giselle's husband, Obsolete, because we discuss uh, some really, uh, you know, really in depth about what Creatures of Havoc is and what it really stands for. And you really won't be disappointed. And I promise you, you won't even know what it stands for because it, it, it's just, I was shocked by and it's a good in a good way so definitely, so definitely check them out we want to be that positive group we don't want to we're not the ones causing drama you know yeah. mental health is very important to all of us yeah so like we've told people go ahead message us anytime let us know that because yeah. if i get your messages and i think you're a scammer i will say crazy things yeah so i mean if you say hey i'm having a bad day can we talk sure yeah you know, and, and it's, yeah. sometimes it's easier doing it with somebody, say, like yourself or somebody that's not a family member or a relative or even a close friend, like that third party that's willing to listen, give you an ear to ear to listen to and give you some advice because they're not, you know, they're not invested in, in your life, per se. They're not, exactly. you know, they're not, they're not that close to you. So they're not going to tell you what you want to hear. They're going to give you advice because, uh, you know, or they're going to, you know, be that third person that you could feel comfortable with because they're not close to the situation exactly i mean i'm a very blunt person you want advice whether it's good or bad i'll tell it to you 
mean, I had a guy message me once and just let me know that no one in his family knows, none of his friends know, but he's gay. And mm -hmm. I was like, congratulations, at least you told someone. Like, that's right. the first step. Yeah. You know, and if you're comfortable telling a complete stranger, that's that's an important first step to be comfortable with yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, when you're ready, go for it, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's not and, anyone. And nobody can force you to to tell anybody what you're not what you're not what you're not comfortable with unless you are ready to do it because it's ultimately your choice. Exactly, and that's what I told him. I said, you know, I don't know you. I'm not repeating this conversation. Like, you know, your name will be forgotten. You know, like, hey, we can talk anytime, but secret safe with me. Absolutely. But sometimes, yeah, I mean. You're going through a rough time, you know, creatures of havoc. That's what we're about, you know, yeah. spreading positivity, spreading love, mm -hmm. keeping, you know, that's what we say, support everyone in the haunt industry. Yeah. You know, there's tons of haunts, tons of actors, yeah. tons of groups out there, you know, support them all or support Absolutely. whoever you choose to. I mean, like we can't say you must support, you know, clowns of the underground just because we're part of them too. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's whoever everyone's comfortable watching because everyone has a little bit of a different life absolutely you know absolutely. some people do different things and they might be a little yep. bit more wild and we might be you know yeah. just take you out for a drive sometimes we've done that a few times like hey mm -hmm. we're, we went up to like the friday the 13th lake area just to mm -hmm. show everyone because why not right yeah absolutely I, and i know I, I just so you know as well i know you were talking about getting me some other haunt actors to be on the show and uh, we spoke about having somebody for december and i am booking my december's so if you look after the interview and everything we can discuss uh getting uh you know maybe getting in touch with them or whatever okay. which, which would be awesome as well um and i thank you for your time uh before i let you go i just want to let everybody know to check out everything that giselle's going on going through uh check out uh creatures of havoc also if you're watching this video on youtube slash that subscribe button and also like the video comment share it on social media of course check if you're listening on all the uh, podcasting platforms like apple podcasts google Podcasts, spotify and all the other ones that i have that i'm on make sure to like rate comment uh you know share it whatever you can do and of course Slash Scotty merch is on virtual merch booth by my merchandiser. Check that out as well. I thank you again, Giselle, so much for joining me. Thanks so much, Scotty. It was great. Absolutely. You have a great rest of your uh, night. You too. Right, bye. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Yep, bye.